0: Hey guys, it's Kim. Welcome back to another episode of the My Lips Aren't Sealed podcast, a podcast where I chat about everything from dating, managing friendships, navigating life as a young adult, social media, pop culture, trends, and more. I also frequently bring on special guests where we have real and honest conversations about things like life, careers, entrepreneurship, relationships, and any other hot topics. But this week, you just get me as I'm doing a solo episode for you guys. First and foremost, I am so sorry for ghosting you guys. Last week, I fully planned on sharing an episode, and I even brought all of my podcast equipment with me to California. But once I started spending time with my mom, I just wanted to cherish every minute with her. If you are new to listening to my podcast, my mom is... The absolute best. She's one of my closest friends in the world and she's also going through chemo right now for her cancer. I really do hate being so far away from her since I live in Austin. She's in California, but I try to see her as often as I can like I did this past week. If you haven't yet listened to my podcast episode with my mom, it's called Life Advice or Life Advice from My Mom, Cancer Relationships, Body Image and More. I think it was back in April you should definitely listen to it it was it was so good she did such an awesome job and and you guys would love it that all said I hope you guys had a wonderful week and know that I did miss chatting with you guys we have been experiencing one of the worst heat waves ever in Austin so it was incredible to escape the humidity for a bit now I am back in Austin I flew in last night and I'm a little bummed to be honest but recording these episodes always cheer me up So today I figured we'd have one of Kim's classic little gal chat episodes where I share with you guys some of the new updates going on in my life. I share my latest boy drama and get out all the random thoughts that I have going on in my head that I've been dying to talk about. I have literally been keeping this like running list on my notepad on my phone of the most random things that I've been wanting to talk about on the pod so I can't wait to jump on in my big sister is actually heading over I think in like she'll be here in like 20 or 30 minutes so once I'm done doing my catch up with Kim and pick of the week she will be jumping on the podcast and chatting with me through all of my random thoughts. So she'll be joining in on the main portion of today's episode. I can't wait for that. But before we do, kind reminder to rate me five stars on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. Huge, huge shout out to everybody who's left one recently. It means so much to me. And this week's episode will not be on YouTube because like I said, I just flew in from Austin last night. I slept in until twelve. And I'm, I'm not ashamed of it. I, you know, with the time change being on my period, I'm like, I can't do it. I can't glam up, guys. So I am hanging out in the AC. I've been doing my laundry all morning, just really resetting now that I'm back in town, hanging out with Louie. So again, audio only, but I hope you guys enjoy it. Leave those reviews if you enjoy listening. And as always, if you ever have any additional feedback or questions about anything on my podcast, topics you wanna hear, things that I should add or take out, My DMs are always an open door, so please make sure to follow and feel free to message me on Instagram at Podcast. Now, let's jump on into Catch Up With Kim. So, you guys, what is the 411?
1: What has everybody been up to?
0: As I said earlier, I spent this past week in California, and honestly, I had a great time. My mom didn't have a lot of energy, so it was pretty low-key, but it was just nice to get out of the city and disconnect for a little bit. I hit up the gym almost every day. I I took her dog on walks and we had lots of long talks and lots and lots of laughs. I feel like there really isn't anything like a mother-daughter bond, especially as someone who doesn't have a relationship with her biological dad. I value my relationship with her so much more. And even when we're just hanging out in the living room, watching random Netflix shows, even honestly, when I was sitting by her hospital bed while she was getting chemo. We're always laughing. We're always having a good time. And I just... I just cherish every minute with her. Prior to going to California, and since I pre recorded the past few episodes, I feel like I haven't caught you guys up on literally the entire month of July. I've shared a lot on social media and um, I've even jumped back into TikTok. You guys would be very proud of me. But let me give you guys a quick little rundown of my life lately. On the 4th of July, I cannot for the life of me remember if I talked about this yet, and I don't think I did. But on the 4th of July, I went to a lake house with some friends, and while There, you know, we're swimming in the pool. We even went skinny dipping. We were crazy girls. But as we're in the pool, I get these like crazy sharp pains in my lower abdomen. But the pain was so intense that I considered leaving the lake house, uh, but I powered through it. And the next day, I scheduled a doctor on demand. FaceTime visit, and after explaining everything that happened, he was like, "Yeah, you need to go in person and get checked out." So after a very long in-person appointment with my doctor, she let me know that what had happened was that I had ovarian cysts rupture. She advised that uh, I get a transvaginal ultrasound done to see if I have PCOS. When I tell you that nothing prepares you for a transvaginal ultrasound. I mean it. I had some followers because I had, I had been posting these updates on my stories and I had some followers that said, it's not a big deal. Totally fine. No, I'm here to tell you that it is a big deal. It was hands down the most physically and emotionally uncomfortable exam I have ever had in my life. Obviously I've never given birth. I'm, I, I can't even compare it to like anything like that. I'm sure that's, I know for a fact that that's worse, but for me, as somebody who's never really had any sort of exam done down there besides like pap smears and stuff like this was awful. Basically, like, I think it was like, I say it's like the, the length from my wrist to my elbow was how long this device was. It's like a long, I didn't even look at it because if I looked at it, I knew I would throw up, but I could feel it going inside of me. So it was this long metal pole kind of thing that they shove inside you gently, but I'm (laughs) TMI, but a little on the tighter side. And my doctor was like, I can't really get it all the way up. Can you put, push it on your end so she literally had me reach my hand down and push it in and it's just like oh I'm like cringing just thinking about it you guys if that was it if all you had to do was stick the little metal rod or whatever it was up inside of you that's fine but that's not just it that she has to rotate the device around you and move your legs in different directions and wiggle it around and I, I, I think it lasted at least 15 minutes of pictures or videography I don't know what they did but it was very uncomfortable luckily I did do that exam though and I'm happy I did because my doctor determined that I do in fact have PCOS and now I'm on the journey to figuring out how to manage it so that's figuring out what foods I should and shouldn't eat uh spoiler alert there are a lot of foods I can't eat anymore she also put me on a new medication it's called metformin And it helps with the symptoms of PCOS, but I haven't started taking it yet because once you start taking it, it literally makes you shit your brains out for like the first two weeks at least. So I'm uh, putting that on hold because I just have like a lot on the books lately. She also, my doctor prescribed me with these new pain meds. So whenever the pain does get too intense, I can just take those pain meds to help out. The last thing was that she advised me to only have my periods every three or four months. After doing a ton of research on my own, there's mixed reviews. Some people say don't skip your period. Some say do. So I'm going to stick with what my doctor says. If you guys have any other perspective on that, let me know. And if you or someone you know has PCOS, please send over any resources you have my wakes. I'm just honestly a bit overwhelmed by all of this. I did go on TikTok and did some research too. And I at least found comfort knowing that there are so many other women in the world who have it. So there's that. I Took it easy most of that week because my body was just so sore from the ovarian cysts rupturing. But I bounced back that next week in time uh, for a few things. So I went to the annual Charlotte Tilbury Influencer event. And honestly, the event was beyond stunning. I'm so so grateful to be invited to events like these because it's all your hard work paying off. Um, you get to connect with other influencers. You get to meet the brands that you love and use and genuinely like care about. And you get to have this really exclusive experience. So again, I'm, I'm so grateful for these experiences. That said, I I just felt like the energy at that event was off. I, I used to love going to influencer events. And for some reason at this event, I don't know if it's just something I'm going through or as I'm getting older, my feelings are changing, but I kind of felt like a little bit of an outsider. And it's hard to explain, but the influencer world can be pretty cutthroat, as you can imagine. And I felt that energy during this event needless to say I love Charlotte Tilbury products and I genuinely recommend them but this event made me do some self-reflection and kind of made me want to take a break from influencer events for the time being especially while I spend time focusing on improving myself the rest of this year I'm a huge advocate as you guys know for if it's not adding value to your life don't keep it around. So whether that's people, events, drinking, a certain lifestyle, a job, literally anything, if you're not happy, make a change. Again, I'm very grateful for all the amazing opportunities I've gotten being in this influencer world, but it can get very emotionally draining, always having to like be on, if that makes sense. And always feeling like you have to put your best foot forward. And those moments where you feel like you're being used for clout, uh, that can be super draining too. And And it happens way more often than you think. And I know there are influencers who are way bigger than me, but I'm going to talk a little bit later on in this episode about a situation where a guy was using me for a clout in a a social situation. So it happens and it sucks. And it's a bummer because, again, I, I love what I do. And I'm so grateful that I have this incredible following and I'm able to create content and do something that I'm passionate about. For those of you who are new to listening I started doing content and working on building my social media presence in 2019. That's almost two years before I even got the TV show, before any of that. Uh, I've been working on it for a very, very long time. So, this is something I'm passionate about. But sometimes you do have to give yourself a break and give yourself time to reset and recharge. So, whether you're an influencer or whether you are working on a passion project or on your health journey, any of these things you're doing in life, you can get burnt out on. So make sure to always remind yourself that it's okay to have grace with yourself and give yourself time to reset and recharge. Even though my social battery was drained after that Charlotte Tilbury event, I had committed to a doggy play date with one of my new neighbors. I just met and as much as I wanted to bail because I was just so tired, I went through with it and I'm so glad that I did. It can be hard to get out of your funk or even out of your comfort zone when it comes to building new relationships. But I always encourage you to put yourself out there no matter how uncomfortable it can be because you never know who you're going to meet and how big of a part of your life they could become. My neighbor, I had met her just randomly on the rooftop of my apartment complex with when I had Louie with me and she was an absolute angel. She was such a great host. She made us the most delicious cucumber mint mocktails and she shares her recipes on her Instagram, which I'll link in the show notes. She's so cute. She's not a huge creator, but like she's so talented and the quality of her videos is just so inspirational. She had the cutest wiener dog. Oh my gosh. I had posted him on my story. His name's also Louie, but it's L-O-U-I-E and my Louie is L-O-U-I-S and our boys got along so well. It's so funny because they say that millennials, like the dogs are the new kids for them. Like we're not having children as much as I want to have a family. Like I'm just not at that stage in my life just yet. And we have so much love and like this feeling of motherhood. That's innate in us. And we give that to our animals because we don't have kids yet. So it was so fun meeting somebody who loves and is obsessed with their dog as much as I am. So we had such a good time. Our boys got along so well. In this little play day, it just shifted my mood for the better. And it was one of my weekly highlights. Like it was so cute. Also, my neighbor put on this playlist while we were hanging out. And it's called Romanticizing Cooking Dinner on Spotify I'll link it also in the show notes. It's so good. I've been playing it nonstop. It's like that Frank Sinatra, Lana Del Rey, Etta Jones, like just like that classy vibe. A few movie soundtrack like La La Land, Bridgerton, like those kind of soundtracks. I loved it. 10 out of 10 recommend. So other than that, I just worked as hard as I could before heading to California. My mom and I, during our trip, we did some retail therapy. We did short walks to the lake. We also saw the new Barbie movie, which I'll chat more about in a bit. And this upcoming week, I'm focusing just on getting back on track with my goals. I'm going to put together a PCOS-friendly grocery list. So if you have any recommendations or favorites, send those my way. And I have a few exciting appointments and events to look forward to as well. Uh, again, I hope you guys had the best week and I'm really sorry about missing last week's episode, but now I'm going to jump on into my picks of the week. Oh my God. I love your skirt. Where did you get it? See, thanks. Just want it. I see it. I like it. I want it. So this week I have two picks of the week. My first is the Barbie movie. Oh my God, you guys. I went into seeing this movie with the lowest of expectations because I felt like the marketing budget was so high. I'm like, why are they advertising this so much? Like, obviously it's going to be good because, you know, it's the Barbie movie. But I didn't want to go in and be disappointed. My mom and I went saw it while we were in California. Not only did I love this movie, you guys, I literally cried three times and it exceeded my expectations i saw this post and it says barbie is officially the biggest opening weekend for a female director in history grossing 337 million at the global box office greta gerwig you should be very proud of yourself that is huge it's such a huge accomplishment and i know there's everything going on with the writer's strike right now and I, i don't really have enough education about what's going on there to form an opinion but needless to say this movie did well for good reason I I expected it to just be like this girly silly girly movie but it ended up being so much more it had these heartfelt lessons about female empowerment and the importance and value of being a woman without being too preachy because that's where it gets me I hate I hate it when a movie pushes an agenda too hard and it's so blatantly obvious and it takes away from the joy of the movie. And this movie, it just did it so seamlessly. It was also surprisingly, it had this mother-daughter theme to it as well. And that's why I'm like so glad I waited to see it with my mom. So if you haven't seen it yet, I give it my Kim's stamp of approval. You won't regret it. I'm genuinely so surprised that some people weren't impressed with the film. Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling had This hysterical chemistry, they both looked stunning on screen. America Frera, I love her so much. She is just aging like fine wine. And if you watched the Disney Channel original series movie, Gotta Kick It Up, do you remember how she was in that movie? And she's, they say in the movie, like, si se puede. That's their, yes, we can. That's their chant in that movie. And I don't know if anybody else caught it, but that gets looped into the movie towards the end. So a little bit that I noticed, but she did so well. I loved seeing her on screen again, and she looks phenomenal. Kate's mckinnon i i hope that's how i think that's her name from snl she made me laugh so hard she plays uh weird air quotes weird barbie so the barbie that got played with a little too much the hair is cut the makeup's messed up she was so funny my cheeks hurt from laughing like I had to contain my laughter in the theater because I like didn't want to come off too strong all the other actors too they just did such a great job at making Barbie land come to life and I don't know if this just hit so close to home for me because I grew up playing with Barbies and I think a lot of people in my millennial age range did and seeing those Barbies come to life in a movie and all these uh, connections to my childhood and the mother daughter connection with America Frera and her daughter and the Female empowerment stuff and also it being my time of the month, I was sobbing like a baby. Like it was so good. So once you've seen the movie, send me a DM or leave a comment on my Barbie post on my podcast Instagram account. Let me know your thoughts. I loved it. I can't wait to see it again. My sister and Danielle, my best friend, still haven't seen it. So I'm probably going to go see it with them again. Like that's how much I liked it. I will definitely go see it uh, again in in theaters. My other pick of the week is the Victoria's Secret bear perfume. So while my mom and I were shopping well so the the theater we went to in california is in the shopping center and we did a little retail therapy so we stopped into victoria's secret i couldn't tell you the last time i actually went to a victoria's secret but whenever i go in it's so nostalgic i love it they have brought back the pink branding like the clothing that actually says pink on it and i'm here for it i'm so excited but when we went in it smelled so good and victoria's secret always smells good. It always has that certain smell, but something was just a little bit different. So we went over to their perfume stand or area and I smelled this perfume. It's the Victoria's Secret Bear Perfume. I'm a sucker for a good scent and we went in, smelled this, couldn't stop thinking about it, ended up coming back and buying it because it was so good. I'm going to link it in my Instagram stories once the episode is live and I'll share it in the pics of the week highlight but you guys have to try it or at least go into the store and smell it. It was like this little, it's like woodsy floral and okay I have the actual description so here's the the description of the perfume Bear mixes with your unique body chemistry to reveal the perfect signature scent created with a proprietary blend of musks this exclusive perfume opens with an effervescent freshness of mandarins from Madagascar softens into a dewy floral heart of Egyptian violet petals and lingers with a warm cocooning base of Australian scent wood it's truly our most personal fragrance yet i don't know who writes these descriptions but that was beautifully written so good and you guys it really does smell phenomenal i don't know how it's possible for a smell to contain all of those elements but it does so very good highly highly recommend that wraps up my picks of the week now we're going to jump on into the main portion of today's podcast episode life updates boy stories and random thoughts my big sister actually stopped by my place in the midst of my recording so I figured I would have her jump in for this portion and give her feedback on everything that's been going on in my life because I feel like everything has just been crazy lately and what better way to reflect on how crazy your life is than to have your big sister judge you.
1: So, welcome, Kylie. <laughs> hey, <Kim. laughs> happy to be here and happy to judge.
0: Happy to judge. <laughs> so, again, this is guys like honestly all over the place. I have a little notes list of like random notes I've taken throughout the few past couple of weeks, and I'm just gonna. Jump on in. Literally no order here. Okay. I usually don't use names of other people during my episodes just for privacy reasons, but I don't really care at this point. I'm going to talk about (laughs) two Jakes right now. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on boys with the name that's start with J.
1: Don't do it. Why? Just it's. I feel like it's so stereotypical, and everybody always talks shit about guys with J names. But it is so true. Almost every bad experience I've had with guys are guys with J names. I'm like, what is in the water? Like both your exes are J's. Both of my exes that are bad experiences. Yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah. Honestly, I've had like some pretty bad experiences with J's this past month of july i've had two experiences with guys named jake Mm -hmm. uh i think i've told you about both of them so let's talk about jake number one and jake number one definitely just slid into my dms to try to clout chase so Mm. let's talk about news reporter jake um and he is a podcast listener so jake if you're listening what up (laughs) what's up hey um so I think I told you this. He slid into my DMs, Mm -hmm. invited me to go on a river float with his friends. And we ended up like actually hitting it off, talking. We talked on the phone for a few hours. I really Mm -hmm. liked his personality. But every so often he kind of gave me this gut feeling like he was using me for clout. Yeah, he has to be on my podcast
1: as a guest, which is so like he just met you like what it's we haven't like, even met in yeah, person or you hadn't yet met, like you just started talking
0: very very strange doesn't know me and then so I told him I was like, okay, like, yeah, you can ask me you can when you are in town because turns out he's from out of town doesn't even live in Austin
1: Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, well you I have to tell people how he found you. The way that he like said was like oh, he yeah. was just looking up like Austin, right? Like or he was looking up like. Yes. So okay. basically he's just looking <laughs> up hot girls on Instagram and like probably messaging all of them, which is so weird.
0: First red flag. Yeah. Uh, yes. He told me on the phone that he looked up the hashtag Austin, Texas, saw my picture slid into my DMs. So yeah. I called him out. I said, how many girls did you message? Like, yeah. What? So he says he wants to hang out and he's like pushing for like this agenda of like, let's go party together. And I'm like, listen, I don't drink. I don't want to go out and party, but you can take me out to dinner.
1: Yeah. Like a normal person.
0: Like a freaking normal person. <laughs> mm-hmm. So then he like sets this date and he's like, oh yeah, I called. Um, what's the name of that restaurant? That sushi, the fancy sushi place. Uchi. Yes. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to make a reservation for us at Uchi. And Friday comes. Doesn't talk to me mm-hmm. until Friday night. I get a drunk text. Like, Got lost in the sauce of Austin. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes. He
0: sends me a text and he is like, can I come sleep at your place so I don't have to, to crash on the couch? couch?
1: Like, like what? Like so gross.
0: So you don't. You're not going to take me on a date and you think I'm going to just let you come over to my house after Mm -hmm. you've been at the bars all night. Yeah. You didn't even invite me out with you that night. Yeah. Just major red flag city. I ended up removing him on everything, unfollowing him. Major, major red flags. So, I've and here's the thing:
1: one of the other major red flags too is ha- he invited you on the float. That was like the whole like pretense of the conversation, and he wasn't ever actually going to be on the float. Yeah. So come he to was, find he out, he was like basically like going around hitting up these girls to hang out with his guy friends when he's not even going to be there. Yeah. Because which he's
0: the so cutest. Cutest one is in his friend group, and he has a lot of followers. Which is such a
1: bait and switch bamboozle. Situation. i didn't want to get bamboozled and how like unsafe like that yeah. just seems so unsafe too so like don't girls don't do that very unsafe <laughs> so if you
0: are a lady in austin who got a dm request from a guy named jake who's a news reporter block, block. immediate <laughs> block red flag uh moving on, and that's the only attention I will give him because he clearly he just wanted clout. Yeah. He asked multiple times to be on my podcast, asked about the show, like did this research on me. He even looked up my hot friends on Instagram and was naming them by names. Yeah,
1: inviting them out by oh, Instagram why doesn't handle.
0: It, why don't you invite Danielle out? And Danielle's my smoking hot bestie and I love her. But how
1: offensive is that? But he didn't even say Danielle. He used her Instagram handle, which is so weird. It's so (laughs) weird. So, Jake, if you're listening, which you probably are... Grow up. Grow up and stop being
0: a creep. Moving on to Jake number two. The following week, I met a guy named Jake out at the bars and... First red flag meeting him out at the bars. But you know what? I I wasn't really giving him the time of day, wasn't interested. I was more wing womaning for my friends. Mm-hmm. And we end up going back to their house because they're roommates, all hanging out, having a good time. My friend and her guy go off, me and my guy go off. We make out, mess around a little bit, don't have sex. And it got weird afterwards. Did I tell you what happened with him? A little bit, yeah. What do you remember?
1: I can't even like say it on the podcast. <laughs> like the things that he said to you were. Are so inappropriate because everything was like the whole experience was fine for what it was it's it was fine. i went
0: into it with zero expectations mm-hmm. this guy's not gonna be my boyfriend but it's fun to make out with a hot guy go home yeah. i wasn't drinking so i drove me and my friend home mm-hmm. that night we had a good time then he turns into a complete asshole the next day
1: mm-hmm. and
0: is saying super inappropriate things like to a, me
1: like a vul- just vulgar
0: very like. vulgar and we did not like we were very like we were giggling and laughing and very playful we hung out yeah, together. Lots of eye contact, lots of soft kisses, hugging—like just very romantic. And then the next day he's texting me these super vulgar disgusting things that are very demeaning to a woman Mm -hmm. so i called him out on his shit and he's also like a a founder of like a A a startup kind of thing so i'm like listen as somebody who does have a following i have the ability to really
1: affect your business and you should you should watch what he says regardless
0: and that's what i said i said you really need to self-reflect on how you're talking to a woman whether they have a platform or not a lot of damage can be done and like Mm -hmm. basically i was like i was like do better yeah. That's what I told him. Also,
1: Jake number two, grow up. Also,
0: Jake number two, grow up. So that was how that conversation ended. Then he had the audacity to reach out to me maybe a day or two later. And I had already unfollowed him, removed him as a follower. He was still responding to my stories, even mm. though he was no longer one of my followers. And then has the audacity to message me about a partnership opportunity. Yeah. Like nothing <laughs> had happened. Sir. Um, Let me know your guys' thoughts about this. I probably didn't explain these stories that well, but moral of the story, J names, red flags. Both of these guys really failed me. I'm just yeah. trying to have a good time. Yeah. And then the Marine from Florida, he, also a J name. He, yeah, he was a J too. Wasn't he Josh. Yeah. Oh,
1: Josh. Yeah. Good
0: guy, but he's really messed <laughs> he's
1: up. He's got some
0: issues. He's got some serious
1: issues. I mean, so. most of us do, but still, there's some that are worse than others for I sure.
0: Again, very random uh, podcast episode today. But let me know your thoughts on the J names. We clearly have. Do you all
1: agree? Like, do you guys agree that J names are. I'll put Should a be poll. Avoid, avoided.
0: Yeah, I'll put a poll on my Instagram stories. Should we or should we not avoid J names? Speaking of J names, Jonah Hill. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what a segue. Perfect segue. This is a little bit delayed because I think this news came out last
1: week. But did you hear what happened with him? Yeah, with the the text messages being le- well, not really even leaked. I mean, well, she explain just, to the listeners what happened. From my understanding, like Jonah Hill, I don't was he married to this girl or they're just dating? I don't dating? think married, but like in a serious relationship with this woman who's a professional surfer model beautiful extraordinaire probably super smart you know all these things she's great i'm sure she releases the text messages between she and jonah that basically is him the way that he's wording it is very frustrating because i've gotten text messages like that before where they so triggering where they're like these men are they're smart but they're like using their therapy and their wording and the verbiage of therapy against to Somebody gaslight. to gaslight and to be like, oh no, this is a boundary that I'm setting up and if you can't live up to it, like I don't know if this is gonna work. So
0: for example, the text messages he was sending to his girlfriend, who again is a professional surfer, a who model, She was
1: before they were dating, like all these she was doing all these things before. And he Started dating her, got in a relationship with her. While He's she the one was, who slid into her DMs, and yeah. he was
0: texting her things like, "It makes me uncomfortable when you post pictures in swimsuits. Yeah, it makes me uncomfortable when you are spending time with male surfers, and yeah. you know, doing all these things that are just a part of her job description.
1: Yeah,
0: and basically saying, if you don't change these things, if you don't stop doing those things, I'm gonna have to break up with you for my own mental well being. Yeah, of thing, threatening like, her, and so. She released those text messages. Some people are on Jonah's side, which is interesting. They're Mm -hmm. saying she waited too long to release these texts because I guess this happened like a year or two ago. Mm -hmm. As somebody who knows all too well how long healing from trauma can take, Mm -hmm. maybe when she was in the moment, she didn't realize how awful those texts were. Right? Yeah.
1: Because she like her responses are pretty even is even killed the right response. She's like, okay, I deleted the picture. Like, is there anything else? Like, oh, I did this. Is there anything else? Like, she was very, like, responsive and not arguing with him too much. So in the moment, you're just, like, trying to, like, pacify these type of men. Mm -hmm. So that way you don't cause more issues and are not fighting because you love them or you're in a relationship with them and you want to, like, keep the peace with them. But, yeah, I mean, it takes time. And you, like, think about it or you, like, talk with friends or family or you go to therapy or, you you know, start realizing, like, the light comes on and you're like, oh, shit. Like, that was, like, such bad behavior.
0: Or you are, you know because you're dating somebody like Jonah Hill who's in the public eye you maybe want to preserve his image and you want to handle it in private mm-hmm. and you don't want to expose those texts early on in the relationship because you think maybe you can salvage, save, yes, salvage yeah. things long term so that whole thing happened I'm obviously on the girl's side I don't I, and I honestly good for her because she's been blasting him on Instagram stories and yeah. resharing everything mm-hmm. he's fine yeah, he's gonna survive, guys. He, yeah, he's gonna survive. Speaking of another segue, <laughs> speaking of mean men, a guy I had, I've had a few altercations these past couple of weeks. Yeah, I'm gonna. You,
1: you've been attracting these like, like like weird altercations.
0: <laughs> I am. I'm just sick of men who think their shit don't stink. So, story number one: I was taking Louie into the elevator last week, and uh, I go into the elevator. There's a couple in there. They have a dog. Mm-hmm. Their dog kind of goes towards Louie and I pull Louie to the side. I'm in a bad mood. I just got that transvaginal ultrasound <laughs> done. I am just not trying to make small talk right now. Yeah. I walk into the elevator and the guy, it's a guy and a girl, and the guy looks at Louie and he's like, wow, your, your Pomeranian is huge. Why is he so big? Rude. Rude. Yeah. I don't I don't even I'm not even facing them at this point, so I just ignore him. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to talk. I have a headache. I don't want to talk to you.
1: And you don't need to talk to him just because he talked to you. It's not like you have to. You're not no. obligated.
0: No. And then the the girlfriend goes, Oh, he's just fluffy. And then he says back, No, look how long he is. He's like weirdly really big. Like being a dick. Yeah. Okay. The elevator opens up on the third floor. I guess the guy had accidentally pressed it. So he's like, oh, sorry, I pressed the wrong floor, like saying that to me. And he presses one or the garage whatever. Yeah. And I don't even acknowledge him. I just, I just, (laughs) I'm just quiet. Maybe I'm I'm being a bitch, but whatever. I'm quiet. I get off on the floor I needed to get off on. And as, and they, they continue to go down in the elevator. As that door is closing, I'm walking away with Louie. And I hear the guy say to his girlfriend, wow, what a fucking bitch. It's not my fault her pomeranian's so big. (gasps) (gasps) Yeah. So guess what I did? What'd you do? <laughs> you already know. I, already I called you in the heat <laughs> of the moment. I, know. <laughs> I walked back and I placed my hand just like in the movies.
1: <laughs> boom. This boom. Stop.
0: And I open up the elevator and I said, I can still fucking hear you. Way to make things awkward. This is one of my neighbors.
1: Yeah. It's like so unnecessary. And
0: they just looked like, <gasps> like what? so shocked. And yeah. honestly, like, I know that came off a little rude, but like one, don't make fun of my dog yeah two if i don't want to talk to you i don't have to talk to you three why are you talking shit about me yeah. the second i leave like maybe stop and think maybe she's having a bad day maybe i could have been a deaf person maybe for i all don't want to talk to you <laughs> like, maybe some. you know it's yeah. just like people are just so Ugh, i just can't handle them so yeah. that happens i this is just turning into a little bitch sesh
1: <laughs> men bitch sesh <laughs> Okay, the only men mm. in our life that we like is Louis. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay, true. so my
0: second altercation with a man story happened yesterday.
1: Yeah, last night. Hot off the press.
0: Hot off the press. Um, I did already tell. Kylie this story but I'm gonna pick her brain about what she would have done and her thoughts I came home from the airport last night and picked up Louie from my sister's place because she was watching him while I was in California and I just burst into tears like when my sister was in the car and I was telling her this story I was like Jesus what is going on it's like coming in hot (laughs) coming in hot so I got off the plane got my luggage I'm crossing the crosswalk that goes towards the buses that take you to the long-term parking lot Mm -hmm. I'm behind a family The lady has one stroller with a kid in it. The dad has a double stroller with one kid walking, one kid strapped into the stroller. They take off across the crosswalk. I'm following them. The mom takes off even farther to get to a different bus. The guy blocks the sidewalk I'm walking on and the kid is like kind of like soft crying a little bit. You can barely hear him though because the area was so freaking loud from the traffic and everything. Yeah. And so the mom takes off to try to catch their bus. And the bus I was getting to was a little bit closer. So he stops and he pulls the double stroller over to the side, but is still blocking the pathway and puts the stroller behind this cinder block column, puts his arms or hands on both of the kids' shoulders, the kid who's strapped in the stroller. And the kid is how old? Like three, you said four? Three or four year old like kid. Little kid. And again, I couldn't even hear this kid crying. Mm -hmm. so the guy gets down on eye level with the little kid grabs him by the shoulders and starts shaking him with all his strength six foot four six foot three tall man really muscular honestly really hot like a really hot guy and is grabbing this kid and shaking him so freaking hard and is screaming in the kid's face shut the fuck up screaming you guys Mm -hmm. and i look at him my jaw drops the little kid who is standing outside the stroller sees my reaction and just looks terrified. I don't say anything to the guy and I he's like, go around me. So I walk past him and I go and wait in line. And I'm shaking my head left to right because I am just like in shock that yeah. I just witnessed this. Mm-hmm. So I'm standing in line and the guy then with his double stroller pushes past me and then screams in my face. Keep your fucking judgment to yourself. And I said, oh, no, you deserve it.
1: Yeah. Yes, he does.
0: And he said, well, do you even have kids? And I white lied. And I was like, yeah, I do have kids. And you don't shake your kids and cuss and scream at them and scream in their face.
1: Yeah, they're kids, they're children.
0: And he was like, you need to stay the fuck out of it. And I said, and you need a Xanax. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, fuck off. And like storms off with the kid. I was so shaken up by this experience. And I, I posted this on my Instagram stories. And a lot of people were like, you should have called the cops. You should have done this. And like when you are in the moment and you are so stressed out mm-hmm. like the fact that i was even able to
1: have those witty comebacks i'm very proud of myself because yeah. that was like and a very n- happened so fast too that you're like just trying to process everything i think this happens like within like 30
0: seconds like the whole altercation was yeah. like so short cause i'm getting on my bus he takes off and, and goes on to his and so what would you have done If what would you have done if you witnessed that
1: i mean i probably would have the same reaction as you and but it's like you don't know that guy like you don't know him you don't know how he's gonna react especially like in this climate (laughs) like you just never know i honestly thought he was gonna hit me yeah like if he's doing that to his own child in public who knows what else he's like capable of but i'm surprised like no one else really said anything or like stepped in Yeah. You know, because that's also concerning. It's like, okay, are there like other not that like men need to protect women? But it's also like if you see a guy yelling at a female, like someone should step in and say something. This is what
0: was surprising to me, too, because there was like a six foot six man standing in front of me in line for the bus. Yeah. Acted like nothing was happening.
1: Yeah. Which is like that's very concerning.
0: I even expected like once we were on the bus for that guy to turn around and be like, are you okay? I saw what just happened.
1: Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah.
0: Not, absolutely. And of course, like, it's the airport, so everybody's busy and like running around and it's yeah. crazy. But the whole situation was like, it was very shocking. It triggered a lot of my PTSD from like being in a domestic abusive relationship and like I had nightmares all last night about my ex and like Mm. how he used to hurt me and shake me and like yeah a little oversharing now but it was very triggering and at least I'm proud of myself for saying something saying something right
1: I mean I saw that that someone posted on your or responded to your thing about potentially being like a child trafficking situation which is like a whole thing I didn't even think about that being a case but I'm like yeah I mean it could not be that it could just be like they're the parents are so stressed out with traveling with children which like i could i don't have kids but i would imagine it's stressful but there's like no amount of stress that like warrants shaking your children like that Mm -hmm. you know yeah so
0: for those of you who didn't see that a woman dm'd me and said hey like based on like how you describe this situation that could have potentially have been a sex trafficking situation because the people who sex oh sorry child sex trafficking whatever yeah um situation because the people who traffic those children Usually have no patience with the kids. They're very aggressive and angry towards them. Yeah. And so praying to God that that wasn't the case, but Mm -hmm. it's just something to be aware of. So love that uh, for me. That was right how I got greeted back into Austin. Welcome home. Welcome to Austin. Welcome home. Moving on. I don't have a a gentle segue here. We're (laughs) going to talk about social media for a little bit and Mm -hmm. then wrap it up. Threads came out on Instagram. It's basically the new... Twitter that's connected to Instagram mm-hmm. you're not using it right no I feel
1: like you'd be so good on it Kylie's yeah. really witty yeah I don't I feel like it's just like one more thing to like keep up with and post and like I've seen people like d- d- repost their th- is it called a thread is that what yeah. it's on Instagram and they're like pretty funny funny stuff but I also read too that like okay the threads it's part of Instagram if you ever want to delete your threads your entire Instagram will be deleted it's a full like package which i feel like is kind of weird so it's like if you ever wanted to get rid of threads which i don't know really why you would or you could just leave it up like i'm pretty sure my myspace is still up from like high school like it's not that big of a deal if it's still up the fact that you'd have to if you want to delete one you have to delete both
0: interesting so if you do want your threads account deleted you just have to go
1: thread by thread and delete each one yeah you can't delete the account without your instagram being lost as well
0: i will say i agree i feel like it's just another thing added onto my plate I also feel like there's this extra pressure to be funny and witty and yeah. it's like I'm just burnt out. <laughs> just, At the end of the day, um, I just mostly find myself reposting people's threads or just sharing like funny GIFs and saying like mood. I like it so far. It's interesting also to just see another version of these content creators and other influencers that i've connected with and kind of see how their brain works because it's different than just curating a story or, or an instagram picture yeah so that's been fun some people are like a lot funnier than i expected them to be yeah which i like but again it's just another thing there was like lemonade and now there's threads and pinterest and instagram and youtube and tiktok it's like overwhelming do i'm do like do my do do brain do is already
1: like and especially like i work from home and i'm on like my laptop all day and i have all my systems for work it's just a lot for my brain <laughs> to like yeah. to like keep up with because at the end of the day i'm like i don't want to stare at a screen yeah like i don't want to like i mean i do i do scroll just as much as the next person but it's a it's a lot
0: It's a lot of upkeep. So if you guys are feeling any pressure to join threads, like honestly, just do a little self-reflection on how much bandwidth you actually have to give to social media. Don't feel pressure to to join it or post all the time. Do what makes you happy.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I have definitely found myself limiting. I'm not spending as much time these days on YouTube or TikTok. I feel like I just go in like waves with things with certain platforms so it's honestly physically impossible Mm -hmm. to fully commit yourself to every single platform so give yourself a break try to enjoy it and don't take things so seriously Speaking of not taking things so seriously (laughs) segue uh last thing i want to talk about are dating apps i'm not sure if you guys are on dating apps i feel like that's another thing that i go in waves with i'll delete them I'll download them again. I'll delete them. I
1: saw this funny video. I was like, you're, you're not truly single until you, like, are on the apps, get off the apps, delete the apps, get back on the apps, delete them. It's like, that's when you know you're truly single.
0: Yeah. Which apps are you
1: on? I'm on Bumble and uh, Hinge. Yeah. yeah. Me yeah. too. Yeah. But. Which one do you prefer? Um, I mean, probably Bumble. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, I have more, like, success, I think, with meeting people through there. Yeah. I also pay for the bumble premium so that way i don't have to oh, swipe through how much like was it was
0: like 50 bucks or something for three I months paid like
1: 20 bucks for like a month or something so i was like well i'm like that's worth the the time investment
0: so when you buy the bumble premium it will just show you automatically who's already liked you so you don't have to go through the whole entire yeah. pile just trying and then to find a match
1: and then you can set more parameters as well like you can do height because i'm i'm tall like i don't want to no offense but date a guy that's like five five I'm sure yeah. you guys are great, but like not mo- what I want to like swipe king. through. Yeah. Um. But Hinge, I don't pay for, and so I don't really like have a lot of success on Hinge, and I think that's why is because I don't pay for it. Yeah. I've, no- I've noticed a very distinct difference, and I've talked totally. to other friends too that they like keep their like matches behind like the paywall essentially. Like you have to pay for it to like.
0: Interesting. Get that's kind of messed up, but that's how the is. world works.
1: Yeah, it's, yeah. That's how
0: it works. I also have Hinge and Bumble. I pay for Bumble. I don't pay for Hinge. I have my Hinge location set in austin and i have my bumble location set in a different city that i am considering moving to nothing is set in stone nothing is set in stone but it's nice to see the options and those options are looking pretty 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 (laughs) fine (laughs) they are stunning i am very impressed with bumble so love it i haven't pushed myself out there to go on dates after my double jake situation i'm just taking a little break A little Jake break. A little Jake break. But that wraps up today's episode on my life updates, boy stories, and random thoughts. It was a bit chaotic, but I hope you enjoyed listening. If you did, please rate me five stars on Spotify and let me know what you love about my show in a written review on Apple Podcasts. I'll also be putting up some fun interactive posts and stories relevant to today's episode on my Instagram at my lips aren't sealed podcast. So make sure to follow that account and check those out too. And as always, if you have any topic requests, feedback, or just want to say hi, feel free to send me a DM. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day and we will chat more next week. Bye guys. Bye.